it's 2022 and thank you once again for joining us on our second season of Scranton Talks. We are so glad you can join us again. And just to give you our spiel, if you're new to Scranton Talks and you just found us, are you an aspiring filmmaker? Do you love film? Or are you new to filmmaking? Or you just love movies or podcasts in general? Scranton Talks is the podcast for you. It is full of inspirational and informative and fun talks with other filmmakers about their projects and their journeys. Scranton Talks is part of the Independent Film Creative Hub based in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Hosts Luz Cabrales and myself, yours truly, Desiree Zlinski, founded the Independent Film Creative Hub, which is geared to help filmmakers reach their potential in becoming successful creative artists. And I'm so glad you can join us again for our very first episode of our second season, where Luce and I had a wonderful time talking with a young actress. Her name is Chloe Bluebell Joyce. And can you believe Chloe has been performing since she was three years old? She has had the pleasure of working on projects for Scranton Films, Gabe's Department Store, Random House, Nickelodeon, The Food Network, HBO, and Amazon Prime. She is definitely going places. You may catch a glimpse of her on the rides at Coney Island on the newest season of The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Chloe is represented by Jackie Reed of Little Angels Unlimited Management, and this was a fun talk like the youngest guest we have ever had on our show before. So I hope you enjoy this episode of Scranton Talk. So sit back and relax as we have a nice conversation with Chloe Bluebell Joyce. Hello, everyone. Hey, hello. <laughs> we are here on another episode of Scranton Talks. Uh, my name is Luz Cabrales, and I'm the co-founder of the Independent Creative Hub and uh, founder of Scranton Films. Hi, everyone. My name is Desiree Zelensky. I'm also the co-founder of the Independent Film Creative Hub, and I also run NEPA Film Society, a local filmmaking community here in Northeast Pennsylvania. I also organize, along with Luz, the Mystery Box Film Challenge, and we are super excited to be kicking off 2022 with another Scranton Talks through our social media platforms and through our Independent Film Creative Hub network. Make sure you sign up to our creativehub.com. Yes, please. Stay up to date on all local projects, connect with local filmmakers here in the area, and collaborate on projects together. This community is for you, and only you can help us make it grow. Sign up today. It's free, and it's super easy. Very, very easy. And uh, we actually have a couple updates today. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned the Mystery Box Film Challenge. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Desiree does a great job running that. And um, I mean, that's what we're here for. So go right ahead with our quick update. Like, <laughs> I couldn't do it without her. But yeah, um, our filmmakers who participate in the Mystery Box Film Challenge have been notified that they've been selected. We have seven oh. films that are going to be shown at the Northeast Pennsylvania Film Festival. That's the weekend of April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Mystery Box Block is showing on Sunday, April 3rd from 12 to 1 o'clock. So it's opening Sunday, and we have sketch mm -hmm. from Don Dognett and Carol Hadley of Route 22 Filmworks, A Date to Remember from Anthony Coutro, Eve by Vinnie Langdon III, uh, Slashing Grounds by Michael Bentino and Golden Groves, Reservoir Dudes from James Worthington and Electric Cine Films, Game of Solitaire from Zach Wilcox and Tony Susie, and Hayes by myself and Luz Cabrales. Yes, yes. We want we always want to be the example, right? Because yeah. we are here to make films 
make shows, do whatever we can to be creative. Uh, so Desiree and I always take on the challenge to do something uh, not just for us, but also for the community. I mean, we are we are collaborating here, helping each other. And the mystery box is, you know, it's really the example of of challenging yourself and making something. Uh, I think how, how long did they have? I think it was two months. Uh, they usually get two months. We kicked it off on September 1st and ended about the beginning of November. But um, just keep an eye out on the Northeast Pennsylvania's Film Festival's website. They'll be having information very soon on how you can purchase tickets to attend the festival this year. Very cool. And I'm sure you'll be sending out those emails to the filmmakers. Uh, but well, okay, we are here today for another episode of Scranton Talks. Of course, we try to do it every month. And this uh, this month, which we're kicking off with Chloe Bluebell Joyce. If you don't know who Chloe is, I, I don't know where you've been because she <laughs> is she is a talented, talented and smart uh, girl. She's only 11 years old, but she already has worked for Nickelodeon, Gabe's Department, uh, Store, Food Network, HBO, Amazon Prime, and just to name a few. Uh, she's also been in a in a in a short film that I I I did. Uh, 2019 yeah. and it was it was amazing i think uh she is very very talented and she's just one of the examples of how much talent we have here in the community uh so we want to make sure we highlight and spotlight all her all the cool stuff that she's doing uh welcome chloe welcome to uh scranton yeah, tax hi we're very happy that you're here with us, uh, and um, you know we're gonna get started. So again, this is very, very laid back. We love to have just conversations with filmmakers, actors, uh, you know, anyone who's creative around here. And today is you, and we're very, very, very happy. Um, so Chloe, I hear that your first performance was when you were only three years old. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, I know that uh, you like to tell the story of, you know, because it was it was a very special uh, story that uh, you uh, acted with your with your dad. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, so what was the performance? Okay, so it was called A Pirate's Life with Me, and I was the littlest pirate. And basically, in the show, I had an inflatable sword. And the lead guy in the show, I had like a little fight scene with him. That, like I personally made up but I would start like like <laughs> doing that at him and it would always just get the biggest laugh out of the audience because he was like eight feet taller than me and it was just like really adorable oh wow <laughs> that, no that, that must have been fun and uh so when you were um so here you are when you're three years old and um what what made you start acting? Like, was it after that that you were like, oh my goodness, like this is this is what I want to do, or did it take a little bit longer for you? Um, I was definitely shy back then, so it took like at least like maybe like two-ish years after. So I was like five okay. when I first started getting like really really into like acting and singing and dancing yeah. and stuff. So yeah. Oh well, well, no, well, that's 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 really good, and and it's just really hard to get, uh, you know, uh, in front of the camera. I I already, you know, I'm I'm always like nervous to do Scranton Tech because <laughs> I have to be in front of the camera. So I don't know, I don't know how you do it, right? Uh, this Ray is like, it's not uh, my I'm, thing. I, I can I can relate. I'm I was shy when I was younger too. It takes a lot of practice to get comfortable in front of the camera, but um, yeah. But I've, I've looked at your your. Demo reel is really impressive. I looked on your backstage listing, and you are listed as an actress and singer. 
Um, what do you like most about being an actress? And do you prefer singing over acting? Um, I feel like singing really gets me out of my comfort zone and really just like makes me spill my heart out. <laughs> um, and I could make eye contact with a lot of people in like the audience and stuff. But with filming, you can't look at the camera at all. So it's just, it's it's a very different type of thing. So I can't really pick which one's my favorite because they're just both super different. So like two different, two different creatives, uh, creative outlets, but, um, and, and you also do theater, right? I know we had a question here on our notes that we wanted to ask you, uh, that, you know, just the difference between theater, film, and, and singing, and, and you just touched on the singing part and the filming part. Uh, but when you do theater, right, uh, especially around here, because a lot of kids uh, your age are starting to get their, you know, social skills up, they're starting to make friends, and the first thing they parents do is they send them to theater, you know, yeah, so they can learn a little bit of that. Um, what, uh, what has been your experience in that? Uh, I know you've been in, like, multiple productions. Um. Yes, as you said, I've been in multiple productions. Right. And the major difference between acting on stage and acting f for, like, a full-on TV show or something is that you cannot make eye contact with the camera because you will be looking at someone directly. And even if you're not showing your full face, that's really about yeah. camera acting. But when you are in theater... Um, you always have to turn the foot that you're facing, like from the stage to the audience, you have to turn that foot out a little bit. So your face is always facing the audience at least a little bit. Oh, interesting. Oh, good to know. Interesting. Good to know. I never done theater before, oh, so it's, <laughs> it's it's good to know. Uh, like, and and how about the like the script, right? Like, because I know in film you have to learn script. Maybe you 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 don't get a lot of time, or or, or you get a lot of time. Like, what's your process when when you're doing that and when you're reading scripts and memorizing? So when I'm memorizing a script, sometimes I'll like read it three times and then take a break and then read mm -hmm. it three times again and then take another break. But with acting. Throughout practices, because of how many practices you get, you get all the time in the world to do the script. But then after you get oh, wow. into something called tech week, it's when mm -hmm. like all the lights and costumes and mics get put on you. Um, that's when you're not allowed to have your script and you have to be fully memorized. But also in theater, there's something that you need to do, which is projecting, which you need right. to talk very loud. Say if your mic oh. malfunctions and it's not working, uh -huh. you have to like basically yell <coughs> so that the people all the way yeah. in the top of the theater can hear you. While in film, there's always a little microphone over you and mm -hmm. you don't have to like yell. You can just talk like a normal person. Oh, yeah. No, that, that that makes sense because in film, um, you do a lot of takes, right? But in theater, you you get one chance, right? Like, how how do you manage that? Um, I mean, do you get nervous when that? I mean, it's there's two different things, but I'm sure you get nervous a little bit of that. But how do you manage that? Uh, just to be able to remember all that and and to know that okay, maybe you did a film the day before, but now you're in theater. Like, what does Chloe do? Um. Okay, so how I remember that I'm for sure in a filming studio and not on stage is that 
when I try to even like turn my head the tiniest bit close to the camera, it's the don't look at the camera, don't look at the camera. <laughs> but then when I'm in theater and I'm trying and I'm like facing completely towards the person, there's like face out, face out a little bit. I'm just like, oh yeah. And then I like turn my head to the audience a little bit more. Also, you're kind of like talking to yourself and like, and like, and like, you know, calming yourself and saying, okay, now this is where I am. And, and you sort of adjust as you, as you do projects. Yes. Very, very cool. Yeah. Uh, and, um, I know, um, um, what, uh, I mean, you pretty much touched on what the big difference and, and the challenges, uh, that, that, that you have with uh, theater. I know that, uh, Desiree had a couple questions on like just the type of projects that you have worked on. Yes, I mean, the, I've heard that, if, were there any kind of fun moments in your acting or theater performances that you just remember having super fun? Because we heard from your mom that you did a short film called It's a Long Story, and you were in a food fight scene, and then you were right. covered with <laughs> spaghetti. Could you want to touch on that, or if there's any other fun moments that you remember being on a set or on stage? Yeah, so for that food fight thing, me and my friend got completely drenched in milk. We got spaghetti on each other. And we just got, like, completely drenched in food and milk. But then, as we were leaving, we were just like, why don't we go to Starbucks? And when we went to Starbucks, they, they had, like, the drinks that we did not want. They had, like, just, like, the plain coffee, no creamer, just, like, black coffee. But it was just, like, a beautiful Starbucks and just an amazing experience. And probably one of my most memorable, like, and fun experience of theater was becoming the second Matilda. Because um, he, the director pulled me over and he was just like, okay, listen, I want you to be my second Matilda. And even before, like, what, after I heard that, mm, I just started bursting in tears. And oh, I walked out great. and, like, my mom was just like, yes, Chloe. And it was just such a fun experience to be Matilda. No, I remember that. And you did such an excellent job. Uh, you were also doing an accent, right? Uh, like, how, how was that, like, compared to doing just a regular, you know, um, you, you, you were doing a British accent? How do you even um, learn that? Like, how it's do you do tough. it? Yeah, it's very uh, tough, right? Yeah. Even from when I was younger, I'd watch this thing called Doctor Who, and everybody in that show is British, mm -hmm. and I so badly wanted to be British, so I just, like, <laughs> kept doing the accent, so when I got to the point where I had to do it for a show, I was just like, I can do this, like, the back of my hand. It was it was just so easy and for me. Did oh, you have well, any, like, perfect. formal training to get the accent, or were you just like, I'll just, I'll just try to do it? <laughs> Um, yeah, I just did it, and they were just like, wow, that's good. That's, that's very good. <laughs> Thanks that's to very Dr. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had uh, any experience in film doing a different accent as well, like other than theater? No, I've never really had to do a different accent for any film things. Mostly just Not like yet. <laughs> yeah, not yet. So, so what fun projects uh, is Chloe involved in right now, uh, if you're able to tell? Like, what is the, the most favorite film project that you're doing? Hmm. So, like, I'm not really doing any film projects right now, but mm -hmm. my favorite project, like, film project that I did do, um, that's kind of hard, actually. Yeah, I really I'm sure like, you've done uh, quite a few, so. <laughs> I really like doing that high five one, because right. 
me and those kids got along really well. And that one dog that I did a high five with um, was like my best friend throughout that whole entire thing. I love that dog <laughs> so much. Oh, uh, that's very cool. So uh, you you had to work with an actual dog and like uh, did they do different takes, right? Because I know it was just yeah. you kept like doing different stuff. Yeah. Um, so me and the dog, we just kept high-fiving. And when they got, like, the thing that they thought was just, like, perfect, we just kept it. And then we moved on to the next high-five. Very oh, yeah. cool. Very cool. cool. And, uh, yeah, a lot of fun projects. I mean, I know the Nickelodeon one. Uh, I mean, that one seemed pretty cool. Uh, I know mm -hmm. it was a commercial running for quite a bit. Uh, so what, uh, what was your experience with that? Uh, you're going from... Because you have experience doing small projects and then bigger projects for studios. Like, what is the main difference for that? Maybe for someone trying to get into the industry uh, and, and trying to see, like, how um, how that will go. Usually when I'm in, like, smaller projects, like short films and stuff, mm -hmm. um, I get to, like, I know most of the people that I'm in the project with. But for this particular, um, like, ad, I didn't know anybody there. So I kind of had to, like, become friends with people and stuff. So, yeah. Right. I'm sure it's very, very wow. easy for you. I mean, you're very likable and, and you know, you, you like to uh, be friendly, right? Um, now, when you go into auditions, uh, I know it's a little bit different, uh, you know, in a small town going into auditions rather than the big city. You're always going to New York City, uh, you know, to do auditions for, for stuff. So what what is the, you know, you know like... Uh, Anything that you can take away from that? Uh, like, what's the process? Like, tell us a little bit more about, about that. Okay. So, for theater auditions, most of the time, when you walk through the door, that's when you start the audition. You have okay. to be respectful. You have to know, like, boundaries mm -hmm. of, like, personal space, um, projecting, and just being yourself. Like, that's the best thing you can do for both those auditions. Unless they really just want you to be, like, the complete opposite of yourself, then be the complete op opposite of yourself. But being yourself comes with struggles. If you are, if you're really just, like, being rude, but that's right. not your normal self, but you're just trying to think that that's yourself, yeah. then, like, it's just hard. So it is. you always want to have the best first impression. And how about for films and commercials? Uh, what is the, so like you see, do you, um, I know your mom, uh, and we'll talk a little bit about, because I know you, uh, you also have representation uh, that, uh, you know, when you see an ad, let's say for something for Nickelodeon, what what is the process? Like, well, how do you prepare, prepare yourself uh, for that, right? Um, okay. Um, <laughs> um because of COVID. I'm just speaking your brain now, you know, because <laughs> like maybe I want to become an actress. I'm not sure, you know. So <laughs> because of COVID, you're not really able to go into New York to do okay. face to face auditions. Yeah. But you get to do self tape auditions or like just like for, for me, it's usually my mom filming. When there's a separate person in the script, mm -hmm. usually just like the person off the side, like, my mom, for example, she just says the other lines. And, yeah, if you forget them, too, it's just mm -hmm. so easy to just retake it. And Right. So it's probably a lot, uh, in a way, it's a little bit better uh, for that part. Uh, like, but before COVID, what did you have to do? Like, you had to go into the city and, and, and travel? Um, Sometimes, yeah. Okay. 
so or, so you will go in um let's say uh it's a studio uh what what uh, what was the process like was it a little intimidating maybe like oh like you know like um yeah because one time i don't really remember what it was for but i was auditioning for something and we were just in this like huge room and it was just me and this other girl and she had this like professional camera just on me and then i had to say the lines and she was just the other person and it was like it wasn't like scary but it was just like nerve-wracking no i bet i mean, uh now because you are you have to know the lines you have to be ready like you said you have to be respectful you have to be like i mean your audition starts when you walk in the door uh you know like you said so uh what um you know we always like to ask a question be, uh, before we end the show but we're gonna just wait a little bit uh just because um I want to make sure that uh, the kids out there know that, you know, just because you live in a small town doesn't mean you can't do a lot of cool creative projects, right? Yeah. Uh, so what um, I know you have done, I'm just going to list a couple things that you have done just so, so people can get inspired uh, that, you know, you can do it even if you're 11 years old. You know what I mean? Um, I know you have uh, been on HBO. Uh, you did a little bit of a photo shoot uh, for uh, the plot against America. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, and then I, I can tell them. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty cool. Okay, so yeah, that was a really fun experience because um, we got to take the picture. Uh -huh. And one of the lead girls in the show came in. And, like, she was just the most friendly person on the planet. She was like, hi. And then I got to meet this little girl. She was, like, super shy, but she was just the most adorable kid on the planet. Um, and <laughs> I was just like, how is this going to turn out? Because it was just a normal thing. And we had, like, coolest hair. Like, they, like, wrapped my hair around this little, like, ribbonish thing. Okay. And then they were tying a bow in the back, and it just looks so pretty. So now they were they were recreating a picture for for it to be on the show. I know that it didn't make it on the show, but we're more about the experience, right? Like how how was that experience? I mean, that was really cool. Like just being on HBO, and uh, I know they were trying like, to even the audience context. Like you were cast as the young Winona Ryder character for that picture specifically. Yeah. For the picture specifically, right? That was uh. So then um. What was the process with that? Like, did they they took the picture and and yeah, tell me more about it because I'm clueless about this kind of and stuff. And then after they took the picture, I went home, mm -hmm. and then not till weeks after we got the finished product, and it just looked so cool, and it just looked like I just like didn't look like myself because of how old <laughs> it looked. Right. And yeah, it was just a really cool experience. And, and we're gonna put the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to that. Uh, we're going to put the demo reel after so people can see it. If In case you missed it, uh, you'll be able to go. Go right ahead, Chloe. Sorry. Um, When they did tell us that, like, okay, so you're not going to be able to make it onto the show, I was completely fine with that because it's more about the experience than the actual yeah. full-on thing. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah, and, and and I'm glad you touched on that, and Desiree, just because I, I know that Desiree and I are trying to tell people that, you know, it's okay if, if you know, maybe you you didn't make it into the show, maybe you didn't get that part. How do you, as Chloe, handle that, right? Uh, I know it's hard, and it, it could be disappointing when you don't get a part, but uh, how, how, what would you tell someone, you know, that's getting into the industry uh, of how to handle rejection like that? 
Um, don't look too let down, especially if you're in front of the person. Because if you really just, like, get so upset, then they'll be like, okay, so maybe next time if we don't get in this part, we have to be careful. Because then they won't like it and then we'll have a big problem. Right. right. Just, oh, that makes sense. Okay. Instead of, like, throwing, like, a tantrum, mm -hmm. basically just say thank you for this opportunity. It really means a lot. I'll just, yeah, that's really it. And how about when you go home? Like, do you feel that, um, you know, like you put all this all, all this work into something, right? Um, how do you uh, just shake that off and move on to the next project? Because there's always more to look forward to. And once cool. one door closes, another one opens. Oh, yeah, very so, good yeah, advice. So true. But um, I know we mentioned on your reel, you are represented by Jackie Reed at Little Angels Management. Uh, if you want to tell us a little more about how that works and how did you get representation? And does that mean you're going to get more opportunities coming your way? Because uh, we were informed that this is pilot season and that you are eligible now to be auditioning for those types of things. If you want to go into that a little bit. Yeah, I feel like Jackie could get me so many jobs that I didn't know I could ever get. And she's just a really big person in the industry. So I feel like it will just be easier for her to get me jobs than my mom going off by herself. Uh-oh. <laughs> you know what? It would probably be easier for her, you know, just give it to someone else. But you know what? That's a good thing. Uh, just knowing that you have to hustle, right? And you have to make a lot of uh, things. Sometimes I know that, you know, you have been in a, like your first student film was a little tough. Like you were going somewhere that you didn't know where you were going to be. I think that's the end uh, of the demo reel. Um, yeah. So uh, what was that experience like? Um, because before you could get representation, you have to do a lot of work, right? So you can show that the agency that you are good, right? So tell us before that, like, how was it when you did your first uh, student film? Um, so basically, I, there was just like, okay, sorry. Okay. Sorry, so sorry. usually okay. when it's night scenes, it's not usually nighttime. They right. place black, like, I don't know what to call it, but, like, it almost looks like garbage bags, but it's for sure not garbage bags, okay. over the windows, and it just makes it look like night, mm -hmm. oh, and okay. I got to see, like, a really high-tech camera for the first time, where you sit on a little, like, Polish thing, but, like, then it has a seat on it, uh -huh. and then you just move your feet, and you can zoom in to the camera. To the people, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, like, like a dolly, kind of like it was like on wheels or something. Yeah. Is that, is that what you're, okay? That's all right. You know, it, it's not your job to know all the tech stuff. It's your job to be pretty and do a good, good performance, right? Um, but no, that's really good. And um, so when you do films now, let's move on to your commercial work, right? Because I know you have done a couple, and that was one was the Nickelodeon was a commercial. You recently did uh, that might might have been before COVID at Gabe's department store. Uh, that looked really fun. Like you did a lot of takes, and uh, I think they did about three or four spots. I'm not sure, but I know there was a couple of like different variations. Yeah, for one, I got to look at shoes, and I found one that I really wanted, but my mom did not let me get because the store was closed. Because we, yeah, because we were doing a commercial. That's why you have a manager now, right? <laughs> now you can say, "Just give me the shoes." 
All right, go but ahead. For that one, like, five-second shot of me jumping around in the dress, it took, like, 18 takes. Wow. Because one time, the headband fell down. Another time, my hair got into, like, my face really big time. And just, like, you could, it could be the littlest mistake, but it could look, like, much bigger on camera. You know, it's a, it's a good uh, thing that you point out. Like, you did, like, you about the simplest eight. things take, like, the longest to do. <laughs> right, right. And, and a lot of kids and a lot of adults, you know, anyone who's trying to get into the industry, maybe they don't realize that, you know, uh, it takes a lot of work for one scene, right? Like, what what is your biggest takeaway from that? I know that half the time is just, you're just waiting around for those filmmakers just to make the scene happen. Uh, what um, what advice would you give to, to the kids if they're, they want to get into film, but maybe they come from theater, you know, because in theater you get... Yes, you do a lot of rehearsing, but and then it's one day, and then you're done. Like, what is uh, for the film part of it? Like, what is your biggest takeaway? Um, <laughs> I know you're gonna be used to projecting and stuff, but they always have a microphone right over you. Okay. And you can just talk like your normal self. There probably won't be singing. But there could be, and mm-hmm. good for you because you know how to sing because you're in theater. <laughs> but, so, so basically, you're saying that if you're coming from theater and you get a, a gig, you know, doing a film, uh, you might be like ready to do it, and you're like, okay, I'm ready to project. But then in film, you have to tone it down. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So, um, and why is that? I know you said it just because you have to do a lot of takes. Is that like a little bit, um, I guess, tedious that you're like, really, are we going to do this again? Like, do you have to have a lot of patience? Yes, you need to have lots of patience for um, filmmaking. What uh, have you, have you had like, what's the longest take you've ever made? Like, how long did it take? Like a whole day, maybe a couple days? Um, I would say it took like, I don't know how long. But I think it was with you. Oh my goodness! Okay, what was it? <laughs> it was the now you're gonna put me It was the apple scene where I had to throw it behind me, oh, yeah. and it took like fifty takes just for me to throw an apple behind me. Yeah, you know that. Uh, well, you know why? Because he had to hit that uh, bird, right? Technically, mm-hmm. yeah. So now, see, like how. Um, well, how patient do you have to be? Like, let's say you're like in the middle of, you know, doing a film and you're like, really? Like another take? Like, what, what do you do as a professional when, when that happens? Don't like, what do you tell yourself, you know? Um, don't show it, even if you are getting a little bit fussy about it. Right. Just move on with the take. If it takes hours to do even, like... When I first started doing this, and I first started taking self-take, uh-huh. self-tapes, and I couldn't get it in, like, four shots, I would just cry. And okay. I, and then my mom would be like, no, don't get glassy-eyed on me right now. And now that I've grown up more, I know not to cry, but right. to just keep going and pray that it gets better and better each time right because it could be frustrating uh because it is a lot of work and um but you know but then how does it feel when you actually see your work right when you see that you know oh my goodness like i'm in a commercial you know or i was on tv like uh how do you how do you feel about that um sorry can you repeat that like is it exciting to see yourself on the big screen 
like uh, and then you remember like oh i remember that you know but yeah it's, it's pretty cool it's yeah it's nice what do you it's like nice. yourself on screen? Because I know a lot of <laughs> actors are like, nope, not watching what I did. It's like me if I'm in it. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not watching it. <laughs> yeah. My friends wanted to look at my old videos today, and I was just like, uh-huh. nope, not, <laughs> not happening. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah. Well, well, let's talk about uh, just, uh, I know we have a couple questions before we wrap it up, um, because it is a school night. Right, so we want to make sure that you know you do you finish your homework already. Maybe we can have one last thing to do. Oh no, so we gotta (laughs) get you on that. Uh, Okay, so uh, Desiree, let's see if we have any questions. uh, And see, well, let me see. I think we have one right here. Let me see if I can put it on the screen. There it is. Professionally, where do you see yourself five years from now? Oh, that's a good question. That is a very good question. I'm hoping to see myself on an actual movie set and maybe even on a Broadway stage, but I think I'd still be a little bit young Uh because I'm turning 12 in like, I think 12 days actually. Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. You are, is going to be your birthday. And, um, okay. And we'll also talk about someone's birthday today. but uh, So that's what you see yourself in uh, five years? Yeah, I hope so. I oh, think you will. Yeah, you definitely I think you will. will. <laughs> You're definitely talented, and uh, and I know doors are going to open for you. Uh, but let's talk about some birthdays. So you're going to be 12, right? Yeah. Happy early birthday. Okay. What's your birthday? Thank you. Um, February 12th. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm a February birthday, too. <laughs> oh, really? What's your I'm, birthday? Uh, I'm February 18th. Oh, February 18th. Okay, a lot of February uh, birthdays. Birthday. <laughs> right. I think uh, your best friend Jolie is going to be on the 4th, right? Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah, Julian's going to be on the 4th. And Charisma's going to be on the 12th. So there's a lot, a lot of birthdays. And my cousin's on the 12th. So. <laughs> it's, it's a busy month for everybody. And today we uh, get it kicked off. I know you wanted to do a shout out uh, for someone very special in your life. Um. My grand grand's birthday is today. Yay. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. I do know his age, but I don't know if he wants me to say it. It's so, okay. We can keep it a secret. I don't want you to I don't want you to get in trouble. <laughs> but I just want to wish you the happiest birthday, Grand Grand, and I hope you have the best night of your life. Oh, I think it's going to be very nice because he got to see you here. Um, Let's just do a quick check and see if there's any uh, more comments. Uh, I I could um, ask Chloe, um, what projects are you working on right now that we could look forward to? Anything up and coming? Um, I'm going to, I'm doing two school kids at my, like, theater, and I'm Cat in the Hat. Oh, Cat in the Hat. I can't wait to see that. When is that going to be, you know? I April something. I'm not exactly April something? sure. Oh, yeah. That's all right. It should be, well, I don't know if it'll be getting nice. I think it's that's probably when we're going to get the snow. But it should be good. Uh, <laughs> we're very, very excited. But, uh, okay, so we're going to leave you with one last question. And I think we already did it. But we're just going to ask it anyway because we always do. Uh, so what advice would you give uh, other kids that are watching right now, hopefully, uh, that may want to be an actor or an actress like you? Like something that you have learned. Just be yourself. Don't try to hide your, like, just like, <laughs> yeah, that's all I really got to say. Just 
be yourself. Just be yourself. That's, I mean, that's, I think, really good and great advice, right? Anyone can take um, that advice, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So if anyone else, I don't think I see any more, um, any more um, questions. I only saw Bridget made a comment. Keep up the good work. You'll get there. Oh, perfect. That's good. How come I don't see them here? It's perfect. And then, so maybe let me double check real quick, just because we're like live streaming in like other stuff places. Uh, so just making sure. So what was the question, Desiree? Uh, Bridget, Bridget LaMonica just made a comment, just saying, "Keep up the good work. You'll get there." <laughs> she she definitely will. She definitely will. And, yeah. and for anyone who hasn't checked out her uh, work, uh, the website uh, is going to be at the end uh, here. Uh, let me just put a comment. You are awesome, Colleen. Great job on the interview, says Katie. Right? Oh, Kathy. Kathy. Very cool. Very cool. I think the comments are going to start coming in, which is really nice. Uh, you guys can still comment even after the live is over. And then Chloe can see it later. And, uh, you know, she'll be able to just check it out. Um, but Okay, perfect. So what we're going to do is I am going to show you... Um, Actually, no, no. Let's let's close here. <laughs> let's wrap it up. Uh, Desiree, uh, take it away, and then I'm gonna show you uh, the demo reel again uh, for Chloe for the ones uh, those who missed it. Yeah, Go ahead, uh, Desiree. Thanks. Sorry, I think it's a no, okay. for me. <laughs> Well, thank All right. you all so much for joining us tonight for our first Grant and Talks of 2022 with Chloe. Uh, we have wonderful events coming up, so be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date mm -hmm. on everything that we have going on. And subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can see any of our previous talks like this one and any of the ones that we've done in the past. They all live on our YouTube channel, so you can check them out if you can't make the live broadcast. We also have a podcast where all the interviews go up. That's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify with all the previous talks that you can listen to on the go. And the Independent Film Creative Hub is for you, geared to help filmmakers reach their potential in becoming successful creative artists. Be sure to visit www.ourcreativehub.com and mm -hmm. join our directory. It's free to sign up. Yes, yes. And we're going to do a nice episode on what the Creative Hub is. I know there's been a lot of... Uh, misconceptions just on what what we're trying to do here um uh, but we're, we're gonna leave that for another time um but just again thank you so much for being part of scranton talks thank you chloe for you know taking the time on a school night to come in chat with us you know about your cool cool projects uh and we're gonna leave everyone with uh chloe's demo reel if you have any comments this is your time to put them all out there and encourage kids like Chloe to just keep going and do creative things around the area because guess what? We're going to become the area that's going to have so much talent, you know, because the talent is here. We just need to get it out of their shell. Okay. So thank you so much, Chloe. Uh, I'll put this um, interview. I'm, I'm sorry, this demo reel here and uh, you have a great night. All right. Thanks Thank everyone. You. Thanks so Bye. much. Thank you so much again for joining us on another episode of the Scranton Talks podcast. I still am amazed by how talented Chloe is, and she's definitely going to be going places. But um, be sure to follow us on our Facebook page and Instagram page where you can stay up to date on what we have going on this year and beyond. Um, if you are interested in being on a guest of one of our episodes, feel free to message us on Facebook or Instagram, and we'll get back to you um, 
and work with you on the best uh, month and time you would like to be on our show. Um, we do do the interviews live on Facebook at 7.15 p.m. on a weekday night. And we usually put them up on our YouTube channel for anyone to view them later. And we put them on here on our podcast as well. So be sure to tune in for our next episode where Luce and I sit down and kind of discuss why we formed the Independent Film Creative Hub, what our goals are, what we look towards for the future, and what our plans are. Um, there might be some misconceptions of what we are trying to do, but we definitely want to clear that up and kind of give you an explanation of what the Independent Film Creative Hub is. And we will also be interviewing Beth Klossner, and she is a casting director. Um, that interview and that talk will be happening on February 10th at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live right on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. If you can't make it, no worries. You can always check it back on our YouTube channel once the live is over, and it will be on the podcast as well. So just be sure to check that out, and we're so glad you're on this journey with us. Keep on creating, keep on making movies, and we'll see you again soon. Mm-hmm.